This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The following podcast was recorded before this goal happened. Unfortunately, the commentator used up every possible superlative, making it almost impossible for us to describe it in an original way in future podcasts. Sent in high. Baker got that wrong. Out it comes to McGinn. Oh, what a goal! John McGinn with a blockbuster! club this is a perler i tell you what i'll stick my neck out and say that will be the goal of the day without question technique power accuracy an absolute belter that is poetry right there and they always look better when they go in off the underside of the bar don't they that was explosive They don't get much better than that. What a strike. Well, if anybody deserves a goal in Aston Villa colours this season, it is John McGinn for the way he's gone about his business. He's made a huge difference in the middle of the park. I could watch this all day long. And I think we might be seeing it quite a few times. Look at that. A wonderful, wonderful goal. Usually every time he finished a song, he'd get on a payphone wherever he was in the country and call me and wake me up. And so, like, he'd lay the phone down and start playing his guitar, you know? And that's how I heard this song the first time. I always thought this was a real pretty one. It's called uh, My Old Man. Welcome to the My Old Man Said podcast. I'm David Michael, the editor of MyOldManSaid.com. Joining me, a couple of the founder members of The Mad Few, 
It's Dan Rogers of the Villa Underground and Chris Budd. Welcome, gentlemen. We've been uh, we've been called out by Mr. Bruce in public. It's a secret society I'm proud to be a part of. I'm <laughs> the mad few. Who are the intelligent people? Who are these intelligent people he speaks of? I've never seen one intelligent person at Villa Park. I've got no idea what he's talking about. And as of Twitter, 77% of us are the mad few, apparently. So someone's well, got the numbers Well, I, I mean, hand, hand up, I've always known about the mad few secret society. But uh, these intelligent people, no, nah, I've never seen The intelligentsia, the Illuminati that must sit amongst us quietly, quietly being aware of what the tactics actually are. I bet they're in the Trinity Road. <laughs> I, bet they've, I bet they've all got big beards like Yedinek, and that's why he is one of them, and that's why he plays centre-back. <laughs> These guys are absolutely ridiculous. So dumb. I can't believe people believe in this stuff. Like, seriously? They'll, they'll find any reason to say it's Illuminati. So, uh, this is a bonus episode. It's Mom's QT. <laughs> Where we answer listener questions via Instagram. We've got over 35. We will put a timer on this of 30 minutes. So we'll try to answer as many questions as possible. A bit like some kind of quiz show. But in the meantime, uh, before we uh, kick off with that, it seems that the knives are starting to sharpen. Uh, I I did say uh, on the the previous uh, question and answer show that uh, if Villa dropped out the top six then the guillotine should be uh, brought out in the centre circle of Villa Park and uh, Bruce got us back into the top six but unfortunately uh, the day after the results meant uh, I think it was the main culprit was the Sheffield United draw against the Blues Villa have dropped down to seventh now and uh, as if fucking 13th now you know obviously the guillotine is a metaphor but the club seem the new owners seem to have followed through because because Villa dropped down to seventh they uh, they fired seven uh, of Bruce's uh, lieutenants see you later Ian Atkins chief European scout gone Who, who, who else is gone Tommy Mooney who's the loan manager I think that's justified John Harrower and Mark Britton who apparently are coordinate like loan coordinators and then there's three of the scouts what if they've been coordinating? I'm confused. What? No idea. But it's oh. taken three people to carry Ross McCormack to the airport to send him all the way to Australia. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> yeah, one of them. One of them had to sort out a visa because normally you've got to add some. Uh, got to add something to the uh, society or culture that you're joining, and and they really struggled with McCormack. And uh, does he like a drink? Him. Yes, he's in. <laughs> Do you promise not to tamper with our strawberries? You're in. But as anybody knows, uh, in warfare, if you want to take somebody down, you've got to isolate them. So uh, what the new owners have done have just li- literally just slaughtered seven of Steve Bruce's lieutenants. Uh, he's obviously uh, kind of isolated himself from the fans mm. by uh, slagging them off and also calling out the local press as well. So uh, it's, it's very much casting a lonely figure now, Bruce. So if he doesn't win his next few games, he could be in a spot of bother. Would you agree? I mean, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm all for calling out the Evening Mail. So on that on that side of things, I think, yeah, you're probably fair game. With the fans, it's never a wise move. I think yeah. it's, a, it's a stupid one that he's, in the context of only having beaten Rotherham in un, pretty unspectacular fashion. And the thing about the local press thing, I, I don't really get it because they haven't exactly gone after him, have they? Prop- I, I don't think they've been nearly... No, not as, at all. I don't think they've gone after the club or him with nearly enough scrutiny. Uh, so I think he's dropped a bollock there. Yeah, I think he was aiming that at, uh, was it Matt Kendrick? I mean, it was Chris who uh, yeah, did told, told me about minute, this. 
marathon video breaking down all the problems and it was quite fair to be to be fair to him it was a quite a measured piece it wasn't like mm. a, a full-on rant um i'd recommend anyone I mean, who's listening to, to to take the time to watch it actually it's one of matt's sort of better pieces you know compared to the usual clickbait that they deliver mm. to be fair to uh kendrick once it gets to this kind of defcon 2 situation he does uh, speak as a fan and uh, pretty much his opinions match most, uh, I was going to say intelligent fan, but I've already said there's no such thing. <laughs> but let's say reasonable fan, uh, yeah. he pray, he syncs up with, you know, with most, I mean, it's, it's, it's common sense if you're not winning games, if you've gone two years without uh, actually putting out a cohesive team that plays to any system or style, then it's pretty logical that uh, people, even the most diehard who have swallowed all the uh, the propaganda of Bruce being the championship expert, despite mm. never winning winning the title, etc. Even, you know, now they've turned as well. It's just uh, logical. And as you said, uh, fair enough. If you want to give it the big and wait until you've won four, you know, three or four games, mm. but to do it after a game that, I mean, come on, if there's any game that we should win, is it's a team that's just got promoted playing them at home and uh, you just compare teams I could not tell you one Rotherham player well and they look like a team that hadn't won was it I think they'd won three times in was it 28 away championship games that they yeah, you could see exactly why like that, they, yeah. they they didn't look capable at all well I mean in, in brief though I did say we, we we gave them opportunities to and, and I've put a yeah, I mean, quick the, piece up on my website and it could have been a very different game if I think the guy had there was a chance in the first half that that was um that was well blocked by Chester, and there's a chance in the second half where the the kid does a diving header. Side at the back, netting, yeah. You know, and and better players, better teams in this division will take those chances. It's the discern- lack of discernible style for me. Is if you were to say what what how do Aston Villa play? I see them every week. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, no, that, and that is the number one uh, issue here. Because if you can see if you can see things are going to get better because he's got a plan, then you mm. you know you cut him some slack and you think well we'll get there you know because he's just trying to do this, but we we don't know what he's doing. No. I think in, and in regard to Bruce's comments about fans or press, it's kind of like your team's just gone out and won and they've, they actually, in patches, played quite well. Mm-hmm. He could have just he could have simply said, everybody can see there's progress. And he could have left it at that and said, right, and it speaks for itself. But he felt the need to chip in a sly little comment when he could have very easily just kept his mouth shut and just got on with it. And that's where, that's where I think that I, I sort of sit in this, I know it annoys people, this this middle ground all of the time. But I, it's that barometer, it's asking people who are sitting in the middle ground to, to lean the other way and say, actually, what, what point is Bruce trying to make about what my view of Villa is here? And Because yeah, ultimately, to him, it shouldn't matter. <laughs> he should have his plan and he should stick to it. And people would mm. probably have far more respect for him for doing it, mm. unless someone like Mourinho or like Ferguson used to do. No, they, those these sorts of people don't care what people think. Yeah, well, this is what I was about to say. Uh, the interesting thing is here, here's somebody who professes, you know, doesn't use the internet or... Bollocks. ...thinks it's all evil, but he seems to be uh, pretty au fait of what people have been saying. Yeah. He actually made a reference to people saying that, you know, that who don't think Yedinette can play centre-back and obviously called out the, uh, the Birmingham Mail as well. So he's obviously reading this stuff or somebody's putting it under his nose. He's probably been listening to every one of these shows as well. I mean, do you know what? It's not like it isn't a point that everybody has mentioned. It's not like it's mm. a select few who have zoned in on it. It's it's something that's been a theme right through pre-season. It's probably referring to Yedinak, who uh, every time the team sheets announce, asks Bruce, I'm not a centre-back. Why, why are you playing me at centre-back? <laughs> Shut up, you're part of the mad few. <laughs> yeah. Convict. <laughs> right, um... We could waffle on about uh, the situation, but we've said enough uh, as it is. So we'll crack into these questions. So 
we won't go waffly waffly. We'll, we'll try to nail as many of these in uh, 30 minutes as possible. Start the timer. Right, first question. <laughs> yes, let's first do question. that one. <laughs> First question, Stu Westy7 asks, will there be another director of football installed? If yes, who fits the bill? Well, Probably yes. Yes. yes, there will be. No, yes. I, no, idea. Yes, yes. no idea who. No, but the fact that they've just gutted seven uh, backroom staff on the on the football side of things suggests yeah. uh, there's a big restructuring about. Yeah, to they want it. They want it done their way, don't they? Yeah, a lot of. I mean, there's a lot of Twitterati are there sitting there going, "Why haven't the new CEO or new owner sacked Bruce yet?" You know, they're not serious. The gamblers. It's like, dudes. First of all, what you do is you do your due diligence. You. you root and branch look at everything you can't buy a club but know about every person who works there and what they do you know whether it be the chief european scouts or the you know the the fitness guy you only know that until you start to get it under the roof of the place and start looking around so uh, we're starting to f- see the first seeds of them sowing what will be uh, the future on that side of thing Anyway, next question. Uh, do Westy7 again. Why do you think the announcement of the new CEO was done with no fanfare? It was a business, a clever, shrewd business appointment, I think. Uh, you know, it's an interesting one, other than a couple of very, very short pieces. I think something appeared in The Guardian. A few of the local sites and blog, blog sites put some stuff out. We needed a CEO. We've got a decent guy in quickly. I, I like how the current regime are operating without a constant commentary. I, I, I prefer that over, over Dr. Tony, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I we asked the question at the last uh, fan consultation meeting when we met the head of security uh, of Aston Villa, who referred to himself as the guardian of Aston Villa. But uh, we, we asked, when, <laughs> when when will we pretend? And I said, well, would it, where have you been the last five or so years? Is it just like Zorro? <laughs> I'd dress like Zorro if that was my title. I did actually ask him, where have you been the last five or so years? <laughs> but anyway, but, but but I did pose the question, when will we have a chance to uh, speak to the uh, CEO at one of these meetings? And they essentially said that he is doing his research, you know, going through meeting everybody. And he, he started, uh, he still had meetings with various department heads uh, that week and, and also this week as well. So he is running under the radar at the moment, but I would expect him to uh, mm. make a public statement uh, soon enough or become more public in his operation shall we speak but this is the way you run run businesses you don't just you're not on twitter doing bloody emojis every day i mean no. that that appeases and entertains the unintelligent fans but the mad the members of the mad few are not impressed by that kind of uh <laughs> the, mad, the mad few has got like a nice game of thrones type group <laughs> <laughs> about it, I, I'm pl- yeah, I'm happy to be part and lead the Mad Few yes, if requested. Yes, yes, I'm. I'm well, what most people don't know is this Mad Few have been uh, running for for many years now. <laughs> we we overthrew Paul Lambert. We got rid of McLeish. The Mad Few with when, no faces. When we when we're needed, we appear. <laughs> Next question, Luke AVFC twenty eight, and sorry, we're just firing out these questions as they came uh, randomly. Would a new manager be able to quickly change our style and make us more attack-minded? Yes. Chris? More than likely, yes. I think we have the personnel that a lot of managers would look at and who, if they were attack-minded, think this is a nice uh, nice uh, toolkit to uh, do a job with. At this Dan? level, would you, you'd actually call it an embarrassment of riches. Mm. I think so, yeah. So I, I think change of style, I think pretty much in, within a week you would uh, notice a difference in the next game probably. You just go, guys, the goal is that way. 
I'd like to see what a what a inverted commas modern manager's approach to the players that we've got would be. I think that this, you know, against Rotherham there was these long periods where there was no flair, there was no momentum, there was nothing happening. You thought yeah. you looked at who was on the pitch and you thought this has got to be team orders, surely that this restrained way. I'd, I'd, yeah. I've got no desire to see a change of manager in season unless unless there's a tragedy going on. But you'd like to think someone could come in and do and, and apply their own style to it. Yeah, I mean, you just look at, uh, just picking up from what you just said, you look at that Wembley playoff final and Oof. you're thinking, who's, you know, somebody's told them not to bother trying to score. <laughs> <laughs> Felt like it. Uh, next question, Jack28AVFC. What are your thoughts on the John Terry situation? I love John Terry. Decision. Probably the right What's decision the... not to get him, though. Well, no, we'd, uh, we'd, we'd, you know, we'd have probably got maybe one more year out of him, but you know, it's not exactly a forward-thinking. It's, it's it's all about the money. Expensive. Hmm. Yeah, it's all about the money, and it, it failed last time when he's one year younger. And when I say fail, uh, of course, there's some positives, but ultimately, you don't pay sixty grand on a defender in the championship unless uh, that defender gets you uh, promotion. So we needed John Terry to score at least 10 goals, as well as keep <laughs> plentiful clean sheets. So he's failed. I mean, if it was one thing for me, he should have been on the leader on the pitch. You're in the huddle said, right, disregard everything Bruce has just said. To exactly. Me. Exactly. <laughs> Which... Wembley Cup Wembley Cup final. It should, it should, right, right, lads, forget everything he just wasted half an hour telling us. <laughs> forget everything, everything that man over there just said. Chester, you go up front. Join uh, Grabon. I'll, I'll I'll just play on my own at the cent. You know, centre back. I can deal with these fucking small time prawn munching, white shirted squirrel stroking, waitrose waitrose online clicking, <laughs> John Lewis partners. Exactly. J- Terry could have dealt with them. Ch- Fulham, Chester could have Chester Jesus. could have bombed on, and we could have. It'd have been a an absolute. It'd have been like General Custard's last stand. We'd have bombarded Plain. them. Playing a fucking instead, cottage. Instead, we didn't even get one corner. Anyway, moving oh, on. Oh, God, stop opening the worms. <laughs> Dan Bridgerman, seven, says, will we see Terry back at Villa? No. No. Next <laughs> Has question. Has anyone seen him since he went to Moscow? I know that he said he, <laughs> he's been very quiet since. <laughs> Next question. Max, uh, have one IXND. How far down is BCFC? Deep. Sliding. Deep, deep down. Have they won yet this season? Nope. Nope. Well, they'll be going. Do you know what? Who cares? Well, here's one statistic for you. (laughs) One, no team has ever avoided relegation by not winning a game. So, uh... (laughs) (laughs) oh my god! (laughs) Oh my god! Just, just, just think about that (laughs) stats. Whoa, man. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Do you know, it's going to be even That's... harder for them when they get their 12 points deducted as well. <laughs> That's going to be a fucking... Yeah. Well, they'll also be the first team... Well, nobody would. nobody's definitely avoided relegation by not winning a game <laughs> and having 12 points deducted. <laughs> the minus 12 trillion point stadium or whatever it is they play at now. <laughs> this was recorded before they got lucky with their win at Leeds. Next question. <laughs> Nick, Nick Breakspear asks, what do you think we need to step up that extra level to get us near the level of former years? Ooh. Now, what, which, which former years are we talking about? I was going to say. Early 80s? Uh, that ain't going to happen. 1880s. <laughs> 1880s, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> maybe maybe a sneaky League Cup? 
mid nineties, maybe. Mm-hmm. European football in a league cup, I think, is always uh, the aspirations of Villa from from my point of view, anyway. Uh, and we need a new manager before we start anything else. I think if we're going to be modern and progressive, I, I don't think the, the the mid to long term future bodes well for Bruce, does it? I think if if we're honest. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I don't think it, I don't think he'll be Villa boss next season. And you know that's not that's not being facetious or anything. That's just I don't. If we are no. if we're still in this division, then obviously it hasn't worked out. And if we're in the mm. Premier League, then I mean, come on, we've got some serious players now owning the club, and they want to push on and challenge mm. and you know get us amongst it at least in a few years' time. Anything else to add? Uh, what, what do you think? In the short term, just consistency on the field, off the field, sustainable foundations. And some high quality recruitment, and that doesn't mean loans. No, yeah. I, I agree with that. Actually, actually, build our own team. And I think yeah, that, I've you, always had a bit of a bugbear around this notion, and it, it's not very PC in Villa circles to say is that the academy has not delivered nearly enough quality consistently enough no. over the years. Yeah, you know what, what? And I sort of agree. There was I forget which top club it was. It was Man City or Chelsea, and it was almost like, well, what's the point? of having the academy if it's not going to deliver players that come to the first team. And- yeah, especially especially if you're spending a lot of the time bullying them and locking them in cupboards. Oh, <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> Moving on. Corti is on fire. When's your Dolmio day? Uh... Well, there's two ways of addressing this. It's uh, You can go the, uh, let's say, the period route, or you could go the spaghetti sauce route. Hang on, what's the period route? Well, the period route is, that's, you know, that's when you have your Dolmio day, because it resembles uh, red pasta sauce, does it not? I'm, I'm, I'm dreadfully lost. <laughs> what do you mean? It's when you have your period. Monthly. I don't have a period, by the way, but... Do you? Yeah, but that's what I thought. It was monthly, but apparently on the street, on the street, it is a weekly thing. Well, wow. that's what they refer to. So, uh, wow. Chris, any offers? Saturdays at three pm usually. Wow. <laughs> I think uh, I, I get I get very angry. That's what it means. <laughs> and you start to menstruate all over the whole tent. It gets bloody, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think uh, I, this is, uh, might be somebody uh, trying to be smart with us. But also, uh, I, there was something about uh, I have no idea what this is. There was a health scandal about that that kind of spaghetti sauce, uh, Dolmio sauce, had so much sugar and salt in it that they were recommending you only eat it once a week. So they would. So there was some kind of catchphrase. What's your Dolmio day? Is like when you had, you know, which day would you have this pasta? Anyway, I mean, that, the link would be, be, I suppose, how, how much we consume Villa and how health how that is for your general well-being. I know my well-being is changeable. Villa's far too salty to have uh, more than once a week. So they should scrap Bitter. these mid. These, they should scrap these midweek games. It's unhealthy. Acid. It's like lying in the acid bath. It's like reflux. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Sheenhan Grady Grady says, looking at the teams in the top five, the quality of Villa's squad on paper should defo be up there with Leeds. Is this one where I make one of my outlandish predictions like I did with that Cardiff would never get promoted and that Leeds always implode, isn't that? (laughs) (laughs) Leeds always implode. (sighs) We'll be fine. After after eight games last season, Leeds were actually uh, top of the table above Wolves, and uh, obviously they imploded. And they do have mm-hmm. the same squad. Uh, their manager's obviously a good, done a good job to uh, instill a new culture there. But he also has a track record for his teams burning out, for as fluffing well. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that'll be. In- I'm, I'm kind of intrigued at the moment. I'm not 
not big in up leads at the moment. I'm just kind of intrigued to see uh, where they are, let's say, after like 15 games. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Right, next question. David Blick asks... I quite like this one. <laughs> it's the a good back, one. Backstory behind this question was uh, he, we were exchanging texts about something. When I got his text, I was actually reading the, the Instagram questions for the show and I came across this question and I screen grabbed it and I was just about to send it to him just because uh, I thought he would appreciate it. And actually, then I noticed it was actually him that sent in the question. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> David Blake asks, how many players have improved under Bruce's coaching? Bet you can't name two. Grealish. Well, what do you think he's instilled in Grealish's game? Actually, do you know what? Wasn't it the fitness trainer who was given the credit for Grealish exactly. improving last season? Ollie I think Hutchinson. Terry had a lot to do with him as well. Terry, the yeah. fitness trainer, Ollie. Uh, Elphick put his arm around him, taught him everything he knew, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> right, too many... Okay, okay, two players. How many players have improved under Bruce's coaching? Uh, Come on, we're against the clock here. Okay. That's the point. <laughs> Next. I'm trying to think of players Next. that have moved on. The... <laughs> A pass, 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 pass on this one. Pass, bing, 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 pass, bing. pass, pass. It's too hard. Uh, Sandeep14 asks, and this is another clean sheet question mark. I think he's yes. referring to the next Please. game. Uh, he also asks, two wins on the trot? Question mark. Also, yes, please. Yeah, we need that. Well, uh, if we can get two wins on the trot, then maybe uh, Bruce can start slagging off the fans properly. Uh, I think we, we need to win this. We need to start stringing wins together. It's what we've said forever. You're not going to get this division going. Oh, we're back on it. We're back on it, and then going to draw in the weekend or losing again. It's just 
Yeah, I do. I do hate this kind of week to week culture. I mean, I, yeah, I don't I like could, it. I could sit around uh, when Villa win, write a blog. Oh yeah, we're, we're going to do well. Yeah. yeah, and then we get beat, and then go, oh no, Bruce out, Bruce out, and then next week, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's like I just <laughs> it's too boring. Anyway, next question: Redhead nineteen seventy three asks. Only recently discovered your excellent podcast. Why is it not more regular? Good question, Dan Rogers. Why is it not more regular? <laughs> well, my good friend, Redhead1973, you sound like a beautiful, beautiful redhead. Well-matured, 1973. Anyway, I, I digress. Because Dan Rogers likes to disappear. Snow. Uh, also, also oh. editing editing sometimes is, takes so long. And let's uh, just I, use the we're, we're after quality, not quantity. Yeah. I get I get depressed and <laughs> I go weeks without a, able to like just listen to anything about Villa. It's the mad few. Listen, I've got to spend hours yeah. of my life editing Al Mohammadi jumping over Grealish randomly on the pitch. Some people have got to exactly the mad this. few. The mad few <laughs> do what the fuck they want when they want. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, it, and we're just we're just bloody busy and important mad people. <laughs> See, it's hard work being mad. Just that's my therapist. But redhead nineteen seventy three, uh, you are correct in inferring that uh, in the in the the guidebook to successful podcasting, it, it will always say <laughs> make sure you release a podcast on the same day every week, so your viewer and listener knows uh, when to expect it. We 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 We've- we fly in the face of rule books. We books. take the Steve Bruce approach to tactics. <laughs> we make it we're up like w- week the traditional kickoff. We don't do Saturday three o'clock. We're we're Friday half seven <laughs> when you're exhausted after work. We're, we're Tuesday at quarter to eight when you'd yeah. rather be. No, nah, we're we're Champions League at six p.m. <laughs> we we just <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is that all about? <laughs> we just pop up when you when you're least expecting it. We just like to keep you on your toes. I mean, that's actually that's the kind of the ethos of the show because. Uh, We'll throw in all kinds of crazy shit it's just to make make it interesting and yeah, uh, a little bit different here and there. I mean, come on, we've had time machines, <laughs> podcasts from different decades. What else have we had? Locations, Gallat- good and bad. Gu- guillotine sounds, Superman sounds, Negatron, <laughs> Jed and X Jungle, Twitter with Tony. What more do you want? We just head. like it's just like one big uh, sandbox where we just mess around in. One day. When the Mad Few podcast comes out, well, you'll check iTunes one day and there'll be no My Oh Man Said podcast there because that will be the first clue that the Mad Few podcast is finally being launched. Anyway, on to the next question. Harry Hart asks, do you think Dr. Tony is carrying any influence on the board? No. Chris, that list of seven people that, list <laughs> of seven people that they, they uh, got rid of, uh, was Dr. Tony on that? He's the next one. He's in next week's round of redundancies, I think. <laughs> Uh, horrible people. In reality, that- very, very little is what I'd say. Very little in terms of day-to-day and zero on the footballing side. I bet Dr. Tony isn't even trusted with petty cash anymore. It, it, he can't even authorise a stamp at Villa Park. As we've already discussed uh, on previous shows, this kind of keeping face. But I'd, I'd also venture forth that obviously Recon have got this... Who? Who? <laughs> Sorry, I can't find them anywhere. What do they do? I've got that sponsorship of the training (laughs) ground, so that must have some kind of contractual obligation or or, or something. The the, the clues uh, in the second syllable. Yeah, exactly. I'd be be interested to see if he'll be there next summer, put it that way. I can't see it. No. Mr. Linternet asks, 
And we have, uh, we are halfway through uh, at the moment, the 30 minutes. Go, go, go. A little bit over. Mr. Lintoner asks, is Bruce right to call out the media and some fans? The intelligent ones will see right through this nonsense. Well, we already inferred to this uh, at the top of the show. I think this this could be a this could be a big error. I think in, in judgment on his yeah. part to, to 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 distance yourself from the media and and I think fans who probably who are watching Villa and uh, probably maybe nonplussed by Bruce, but not really either way. It gives yeah. people reason to dislike him unnecessarily. It, it gives them ammunition, and yeah. uh, if you talk the talk, you have to walk the walk. And he's just set himself. He's just added more pressure to the Sheffield Wednesday game because if they don't win that, and uh, you know, a recent record against Sheffield Wednesday hasn't been uh, no. fantastic, then uh, he's inviting a counterpunch, shall we say? Right. Next question, Vincent three o four. Any idea why the Holt Suite is closed again? It's not. It was open against Rotherham. That answers that question. Callum Purvey. 12 asks thoughts on what Tammy can bring to the club power a partner for Kaja focal point <laughs> natural finisher work rate he's a fucking complete striker <laughs> somebody who actually knows how to play center forward would be my uh what I would offer up yeah what would you say Chris he's, bit, he's you... literally he's a partner for Kaja isn't he though the goal against Rotherham proved that I mean, fucking hell Kaja passed <laughs> I mean he's got it's, it's like it's got to be, you know, worth its weight in gold just for that. It was a great I think, finish I think it, as well. It's got, it, it was like just a really well-constructed goal, mm. considering usually we lump the ball in the box or set plays. But he, but he knows, I mean, he's, it's right. It's like you're watching him and you, and you think, actually, he knows how to play his position. He's making runs, his movement's great, he's looking for yeah. it. And uh, it's an obvious thing to say that, but it's not something that uh, has come across with and many he works, players. And he works hard as well, you know. Yeah. He does. tracks back and he, you know, he puts a shift in. I say, got what, booked, didn't he, right at the end of the game for bringing one of their guys yeah, down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's willing to take one for the team. Yeah. I said just one quick observation from me. It was after yeah. ten minutes. Ten minutes at Blackburn, he was already turning around, asking why the uh, maybe the the mad few who were playing behind him were kicking it chin <laughs> height at him. You know, playing on the fucking ground, you morons. Yeah. And maybe yeah, I'll have a chance. <laughs> Think, you know, saying what we're saying after ten minutes, what we've been screaming at the pitch for two years. I did notice that. I did. I did chuckle if, to if myself. Not longer. He was, uh, that's, that's, and he even looked up to the sky with yes. this, like, the oh, fuck have on I done here? On more than one occasion. I could have been playing in the Europa League with Chelsea. <laughs> Next question, Booth, and uh, the name cuts off. So uh, apologies for that. I've got no idea what Instagram calls you. Does Bruce deserve credit for showing tactical flexibility against Rotherham? Hmm. Well, we we would have to put this forward to the council of the mad few before we could possibly answer that. We need to get that. We need to get clearance if we're going to give Bruce any credit. My sixpence is that clearly he changed the formation. Did we win? Yes. I wouldn't really class it as being flexible. Yeah. Um, playing Yedinak in that game was the right option. You know. They lumped it up all night. He won a lot in the air. Fair enough. Two up front, he got that right. Mm. But you can't really gauge flexibility against a really average side at home that you should be beating however you set your team up. So Yeah, we, I mean, we will did see... He, did he get it right? Yes, but it's too early to tell about. We, we will see, uh, I mean, even uh, in the next few home games, whether this two up top is his recipe for home games, basically, to put the opposition under the cosh as opposed to... Uh, paying them a bit too much respect 
Uh, next question, Geordie Villain says, does Bruce's criticism of fans questioning him further deepen the cracks in the relationship? Well, as we've uh, alluded to, pretty much a big yes on that one. Yep. Claire, yeah, he's just not helping his cause. Claire M. Kilroy asks, how does Bruce justify calling me mad and intelligent? Well, mad Claire. <laughs> <laughs> well, unintelligent <Welcome>. Claire. <laughs> He can't really justify it, and that's why I think it it's like with some of the bizarre team selections he makes that you, you can't see the rationale for it sometimes. And I think that why after a victory which wasn't that impressive and off the back of some pretty dour performances, you can't suddenly go, right, this is my opportunity to yeah. isolate myself from the press and, and disenfranchise a load of the supporters. I don't get it. Yeah, I'm sure uh, Claire is not mad or intelligent. Like most of us, you know, after two years, you start to... Uh... You're not. We're not basing it on uh, being, you know, mid-table uh, as we were after seven games. This most people have uh, flipped a switch because this is basing their feelings on two years. Mm. See, Matthews five asks, how much longer will Bruce have? Give him till Christmas. I think it depends in the next uh, month. Depends where we are because we've got December serious fixtures, so he needs to get some uh, ebb and flow going with this team before he gets there because. We need to take points off those uh, off those games against the relegated Premier League teams and also uh, Leeds and Middlesbrough. We are playing as well. But, uh, I mean, if he loses two, three games on the trot at any point up until Christmas, I think he'll be in uh, casualty. Yep. Anything else to add to that? I'm on the fence, Dan Rogers. No, I agree. I think, he, I think to give him till... Uh, he's probably got... Because that Christmas period, you have such a busy period of games where that... You know, it'll tell you exactly where you are when you come out the other side of that. If there's going to be a change, that's where it's going to be. Uh, the modern B, uh, and then it says dot dot dot. Instagram is obviously abbreviated the name. We'll we'll just say the modern bastard. It must be. <laughs> are things? And he asks, are things really that bad? Well, the fact. No. Well, you're a glass half full kind of guy. The fact that we're even mentioning the word administration in the uh, summer period suggests that we were on a very dark, dark mm. road. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But we also find ourselves in a situation now as a club where we're, we're, we're looking at what's happened to Forest and the likes of Derby and Leeds and Sheffield Wednesday and this kind of sinking sand of the lower divisions. And I'm sure this is a concern to the new owners. Uh, they've kind of... They've, kind of got to put the rocket boosters on and get us out of it because uh, once you get stuck there it is hard to change the culture you know suddenly fans ambitions drop and everybody's kind of content and they want to keep the manager for stability and all, all that kind of nonsense so I think things are bad because when, it's not bad bad in terms of you got Bruce I think you'll get you to the playoffs probably but that's about it so it depends what you want I think I mean I mean we've been we've been around the you know generally been in the top six this season and we've been dreadful <laughs> Yeah. To use the the overcoined Bruce phrase of there or thereabouts. Yeah, you know we've 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 been up there and we've been awful. So you'd like to think we can only improve with be that with Bruce or without. Next question, I can't really answer now because it would just take too too much time. Uh, OTAV asks favorite mom's moment and why. We will uh, we will add that we are running out of, against the clock here. We have about four minutes left, so uh, we will throw that in the in the future Q and A, and I will uh, regale tales of old. Connor Thomas asks, what do you prefer, Codger and Abraham together or just one of them up top? Both. Both. Next question. Yeah, I, I think go for it. 
Uh, but if I had to choose one, Abraham. Yes. Next question. Luke, yeah. Luke, Luke Forrester, 17S. Does staying in the top six mean SB in a job? I believe he has to win the next two back-to-back. Well, we're not in the top six. That was just a 24-hour mirage. He's got but, to stay up there and there. He's got to stay there or thereabouts, people. Yeah, and that's why I... I yeah, in reality, yes. That's why I came up with the guillotine metaphor, because uh, the reality is that's what he has to do. Roscoe AVFC... What are Bruce's actual tactics? He's been there two years now, and I still don't know what they are. Well, even even the mad few have got no idea. No. I, I, if I was to have hazard a wild guess, I think it's ultra-conservative in the hope that we get a chance. And then if even even against Rotherham, I thought we showed no ambition to get a second goal until yeah. you know the opportunity presented in the second half. Yeah, he's very much the uh, get the job done is probably his uh, mantra. However it, however you do it, just get it done. And when we went 2-0 up, he brought Breon for Abraham uh, with five minutes to go. Bizarre. Villa Bible asks, if you could have any player... I thought he was going to say if you could have one superpower. If you could have any player back from last season, who and why? Chris Samba, without, without even a thought. Chris Samba. Johnson, for obvious reasons. Yeah, Chris Chris has hit the nail on the head for me, though. Sam Johnson. Yep, Johnson for me. Definitely stability. We developed him. Safe pair of hands. Knew the club. Why on earth did we let him go to the Albion? And he hates being at West Brom. Look yeah. at his sad oh, face. He's, sad. he's got an ideal boiler as a sponsor. Oh, dear God. Villains UTV. UTV! What positions do we need to improve in the January window? Well, Centre-back. Centre-back. Goalkeeper, maybe. Manager. Manager. <laughs> <laughs> centre half for me that's that's about it Patalini other than that we, we've we've got more than enough right we've got a couple of minutes left uh, Patalini says why are we always late with subs good point actually Bruce Bruce is always he's not as proactive as his opposite number normally in my uh, experience no. anyway no he's reactive he's not proactive yeah Luca Rachel Bruce in or out in your opinion on the fence baby short term in medium term so out it's ridiculous how far out <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't think Bruce's Villas manager next season whatever happens no nope. it's what points can you get rid of him this season I mean that we don't know because we don't know what's going on behind the scenes because you don't just go look Bruce you just got beat by uh, Bristol City or whatever and then bag him without actually having a, a, a plan all in place that that could be the real risk for him if these guys are ruthless because I mean the Eden sacked his best mate didn't he from, yeah from his other club I was just say briefly I think if the right if an outstanding candidate came up <laughs> I think he, and you know we weren't doing fantastically well I think he could be at risk yeah completely Andrew Rankin says happy with Hurahan Grealish McGinn starting together question mark oh yeah like that a lot yeah. Against against most teams, there'll be some teams where you're going to have to be a little bit pragmatic and say we can't throw the kitchen sink at them. But if if they're all clever, they can make it work. Are we talking here about dropping the DM that Bruce has tended to play? Mm. I mean, I've mentioned this uh, in the previous podcast where I yeah. thought if we're pl- you know we are meant to be the bosses of this league. If you look at our squad on paper, I mean it hasn't played out on grass yet, but Bruce always goes with this DM, which I don't think is necessarily a uh, championship kind of ethos. It's more uh, if you're in the Champions League and you're kind of grinding your way through, you know, against Real Madrid or whatever. You've... It's a, it's an away from home tactic, isn't yeah. it? But when you've got someone like McGinn who's quick and snappy and mm. likes to tackle, he'll, he'll, do, he'll do the dirty work anyway. But isn't it yeah. about yeah. this sort of plan A, plan B thing that, you know, if, if for argument's sake you are defend, you know, we're pushing you, we're on some run of form and we're trying to hang on to a 1-0 away from home against a top team. That's when you switch your formation and you drop out a McGinn or Hurahan yeah. or a Grealish for Edinac, don't you? Yeah. 
Next in, question. In Harry, stop waffling. Harry, <laughs> Harry Carl, we've only got a few seconds left. Go, go, Harry, go. Carl, Harry Carl has asked, what system should we play to include all our best players? 4-1-3-2, Yedinek holding midfield. No, we just mentioned get rid of Yedinek. We don't need any holding midfield. Stop accommodating people. Yeah. Next. Dan Clark, 87, says, thoughts on Balassi? Goal. Goal. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. I like, he's, he's kind of intelligent, quite funny. He's, but I like the quote when I read about him where he says, he's so unpredictable. He, even he doesn't even know what he's going to do. I'm qu- I think he's going to have some pretty good bants with Grealish as well. I think there's going to be a bit more gluing trainers going on this year. Uh, forget all that bullshit. That, that just uh, We took our eye off the ball as soon as we started gluing trainers. We started to slide down the league. Anyway, Hull 10 Perry says, are we going up? Not a fucking chance. Next question. <laughs> uh, hopefully is the, uh, the H word there I would use. Yes. Instead of hell no. Uh, next question and final question x unknown Ooh. underscore lj dot x i like asks, this question how far in the table do you think we will finish at does that Sixth. make any sense so this is like prediction third Ooh. oh six and always... i'll tell you what that that west brom villa playoff final is going to be something else <laughs> oh that would be good actually uh, that would be that would be worth the playoffs if we uh we have to play well it's not going to be the blues but they'll be still on negative points won't they mate I don't I don't I don't want to uh, go to the playoffs as I said in a previous podcast the worst scenario of this season is getting to the playoff final and losing again losing again yeah as I said I'd prefer relegation to that I think the mad few would have to get on the pitch and perform a sacrifice of the then manager (laughs) (laughs) a gutting definitely there's no way the mad that is a big gut the Madfi would have to sh- make some kind of public show of power at that stage. Uh, <laughs> basically a warning for next season. But I-, I think it's a tricky question to answer at this, this point because I don't know the other runners and riders because when we when we beat uh, Rotherham and, and we went into sixth place, we had only won three out of eight games and we were in sixth place, which what mm. does that tell you about the championship? That it's, it hasn't got like yeah. clean-cut teams who are carving up opposition it's yeah. it's not that great said it in you know august i don't i genuinely think this season there isn't a standout team yeah oh and there's the buzzer right uh i think we have uh midnight mass at the mad few temple to attend now we've got five <laughs> minutes to get there right we will uh return with a, a regular show sometime next like week regular. it's going to be mad sometime next week probably uh but you know with the mad few who knows so until then it's uh goodbye from me and it's goodbye from them goodbye goodbye and don't forget stay intelligent mad my old man said Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.